to this Madre podcast number 50. Damn, we actually did 50 episodes, dude. Nice. Hell yeah. See, mom? We made it. mamá? Nunca crees en mí. Te digo, cabrón. If anything... Get a real fucking job. Uh, if anything, we're persistent. You know, you give us that. But uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Uh, remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, uh, and our social media channels. Um, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And uh, please tell your friends about the podcast and uh, check out our Patreon page if you'd like to support patreon.com forward slash desmadre. Give us a buck to help keep the internet on here in the fucking dungeon. Uh, today we got a special guest. Uh, you may have heard last week that we now have a presenting sponsor, Fuchila Fresheners. And today we have the... <laughs> <laughs> we need the official sound. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll add it in, in post, post, post production. We have the uh, founder and president, Jefe Metal Chingon, dictator, <laughs> the Kim Jong Un of Fuchila Fresheners is here. That's what's up. What's going on, Ruben Dario Villa? Welcome, dude. Uh, thank you very much, man. Yeah. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the. Being invited to the dungeon, I feel I feel honored, eh? <laughs> I, I did a I, I sweep the office earlier. Oh, Let's make sure that our make sure that our sponsor doesn't right? see the the yeah, true ratness that uh. There's some health code violation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scrape the condoms off the walls. <laughs> nice, nice. So, Ruben, where where uh where'd you grow up, dude? I don't, we don't know anything well, about you. Nothing. You're just yeah. Just blank slate. Yeah. I, love it. Yeah. I, keep, I can pretend I'm from anywhere. Yeah. Man. You can. Like nah. I'm a Canvas. From, nah. Uh, I grew up. I was born and raised in San Jose, uh, right there on, on the east side there, uh, off of um, of a capital, right? Capital and White over there. Okay. Not not too far east side. Like you know, it's a little more closer to Evergreen or whatever. But mm -hmm. you know, I still, uh, on my family grew up in this area. Now we're all spread out across the across the bay. Uh, I went to school there in the in the area and ended up moving to Gilroy, um, which is where I live now with my wife and kids. Uh, but uh, ended up moving to Gilroy a few um, about uh, when I was around twelve. My my pops moved the whole family over to to Gilroy, so mm. that's what we ended up we ended up out there, basically in a rancho. Like mm. like mm. we had we had goats, we had like fifty goats, <laughs> like Tight. like twenty something. We had a whole hen house, puras gallinas, like. Every we had a at one point we had a couple cows and a couple chicken you know a couple uh um horses mm -hmm. so we ended up there like every morning you know he'd wake us up like on the weekends like bam a trabajar cabrones you know <laughs> nice. like where's your dad from where your parents from they're from Guadalajara both both of my pops are from Guadalajara Jalisco and and uh, you know they they came over it was funny because I was just telling this this story. Um, I just got uh, earlier today. I got off the uh, Telemundo interview. Hey, hey, we don't want to hear about hey, them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 no plug. Hey, but they're paying me, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. no. It's a, it's a name drop right here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, no. Um, but I was telling them that that the uh, 
the funny thing is that my my pops uh, uh, used to work in the fields and and eventually pretty quickly I think in a matter of weeks realized that it wasn't for him. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "I'm out of here." His pop said, "Okay, if you're not working here, then you gotta go. You gotta go to school." And so he went to my my pops went to um, how old Lincoln was he, High School. How old was he when he got here? Uh, in the in like fourteen, fifteen. Oh, so he was pretty yeah. young. Okay. Yeah, he was yeah. young. Yeah. yeah, he was about a high school age. Uh, and so he ended up going to Lincoln High School. My mom went to San Jose High. Uh, you know, rival. They, they, they would always talk shit to each other about the bone game or whatever. You know, like the old school, like San Jose High, Lincoln High, sort of football rivalry. And then eventually they ended up um, working together at McDonald's. And my dad wow. was the night manager there at McDonald's. And so, of course, smooth smooth guy that he is, he would, like, <laughs> schedule her every time to close the close up McDonald's with him. And stuff. It's like the Chicano yeah. love story, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, right here at the uh, um, 4th in San Fernando, that McDonald's that just got tore down. Wow. Right there, right right across the street from San Jose State. Yeah, that one right there is where... Where there, my dad was like, you know, I saw her sweeping in the back, and I said, you know, like, it, you know, I'm gonna go for it, you know, I'm gonna wow. give her, I'm gonna give her a kiss, and if she pulls back, then I know, Damn. you know, it's not, she's not for me or whatever. Hashtag me too, <laughs> dog. <laughs> I know he's lucky that was the '70s. Was, that was early, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but my mom was, my mom was cool, you know. She, she was like, okay, you know, uh, he, he, he thought he was cute or whatever, and so, you know, I guess that's where, that's where it all started. So, you know, they started dating after that, and. Yeah, so that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's so, a crazy story. Yeah, yeah, so it's very much San Jose based. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, you know, I love this city. I love the Bay Area, basically. So, so where'd you where'd you go to high school? Uh, I ended up going to high school at Midi, Archbishop Midi okay. High School. Okay. Yeah, my my sister started that off, and then after that, we had no choice. It was like, yeah, you're gonna go to Midi. It's a good school, you know. And, and there I was, like working at the the snack shack, you know, trying trying to make sure that they could give me a few bucks to. Yeah. To, to go there or whatever. Cause Maybe it's like a, a private Catholic here. Right, yeah, yeah, it's a private Catholic school. Yeah. At the time, I think it was like 10 Gs a yeah. year. <laughs> and now I'm pretty sure it's like in Probably the like, 20s. Yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. Yeah. So, what was mm. it like going to Catholic? I know a lot of Mexican Americans <laughs> go to Catholic school. Yeah. You know, what the hell is that uh, like? Well, like, hashtag me too. Yeah, hashtag me too. <laughs> Yo, a, we're going to get into it. It's a different one, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag me también, bro. Like, <laughs> Yo, too, dude. You got to switch it up somehow, bro. <laughs> but yeah, like, it for me, it was actually like, I felt like a. Like an sort of like an imposter, like you know, most of the school was white, yeah, yeah white, very privileged. Yeah, you know, I didn't really come from that sort of background, and so for me, it was a, it was a time in my life where I learned really well how to be around white people, mm-hmm. like really well. And oh my about, God, like, Bradley, Skyler, you know. So I had friends. Hey guys, you let's, know? let's not turn this yeah. into a white bashing. How, 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 down, how deep down this rabbit hole can we go? <laughs> um, so you know, I was there. I I I loved that part of it, but I felt you know obviously disconnected at a certain level. Yeah. So um, you know, I ended up. I still talk to the only really friends that I still talk to to this day from high school. Are mostly the non-white friends that I made yeah. there, you know, like the yeah. the the Indian guy, the black guy, the the half Mexican guy, you know, like you know, how, you <laughs> the, know the, the handicapped. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Dope ass dude, right? <laughs> Timmy. <laughs> 
and the and the uh the and the gay Asian and the gay Asian boy too. So you know it was a very very eclectic group of friends. You guys were like the X Men. Yeah, that was a yeah, yeah. walking down the walking down the, the hallway. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was a, yeah that was that was a lot of fun. Look looking back, I I did a little bit of everything. Like I didn't tr- I tried to put I didn't try to put myself in a box when I was there. Um, I played trumpet for 10 years so I was in a band like you know I kicked it with the with the band nerds you know and I and I did art so I kicked it with the those crazy fools and then and then I did uh student government so like a lot of the you know a lot of the people involved at the you know with the the principal or whatever they call it and and I just kept I, yeah I just kept it going that was yeah. that was my Did they have a uh, corporal punishment? <laughs> they did. yeah they every did now they and actually? then they no 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 Oh shit. <laughs> they came <laughs> over with a fucking 12 inch metal ruler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've heard stories. No, no, it wasn't it wasn't like that. But really the funny thing is is that I've actually felt like I had an advantage over everybody there cuz my mom is a hardcore Catholic and she, and I learned every story back I to see. front on the in the Bible so huh. so when I got there like you know we had to take like religion was one of the classes you already had take. ap credits Dude, i was like bro i already you know yeah i could i could pass this class no problem and everyone everyone else was struggling because you know they weren't really catholic or didn't really weren't Just born po- catholic posers. like that yeah pinch of posers right? <laughs> and i was like no i was you know i was i was born and raised like that you know so yeah i was very grateful for that because it was easy nice yeah did you know back then or did you have any idea like what you wanted to do like when you grew up would you like would you like Already dreaming of air fresheners back then. Yeah, I was like, one day I will, I will become an air freshener mogul. You like get into people's cars, be like, I'm disappointed with the smell. Right? You know what? This isn't cutting it. Right? The smell matrix is unacceptable. Yeah, this is not. You know, no. Actually, I had. I really had no idea what I was gonna get into. I knew. Well, one, I I I always knew that I that I like to draw and like yeah. to do art, and so I did that. I would. I would draw Looney Tunes all the time. Like Taz was was my was my jam. He was the homie. <laughs> and I remember getting like one of the most epic moments of my life with Taz was like we're at the we're at the border of Mexico, about to cross into the United States. Not like like immigrating, but yeah. like you know like yeah. just hanging out. And then we went there, and, and on the side they always sell the alcancias, you know, the little the piggy banks and stuff with yeah. the, you know, like the fuzzy ones, you know, like the ones that you know like cause cancer probably, like if you have <laughs> yeah. them, like and yeah. you breathe and you breathe that shit in. So, so I bought one of those like with my own money, and I started saving it up. And of course, like on the way, you know, on the way home, and I dropped it, and then that was it. That was a very, very quickly, very quickly, uh, uh, I fell in love and, and lost my first love of Tasmanian Devil on that day. That you know, rest in peace, man. So you used but, to draw a lot, and like, I mean, when yeah. you were in college, did you think like, I mean, when you were in high school, did mm-hmm. you think like, I'm gonna go to college, or, I mean, your your parents didn't go to college, it sounds no. like. No, yeah, did, no. Did you get an older sister, or you know, what was that path like back then? Like, were you thinking I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna go there, or? Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, really, really, like, like I was saying, it was more of like I knew I had this art- artistic inclination. Mm-hmm. I, I I wish I had known about like design school and art school beforehand. Um, I did. I would have probably gone to that earlier if I would have known about it. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, there's really no one around in, in my circle at the time that that I could have looked to to be like, hey, you know, how do I go down the route of becoming a legit artist? You know. Yeah. yeah. And so at, at high school, uh, coming up like on uh, right before college uh, apps were due or whatever, uh, uh, my sister went to USF, so she's the yeah. one that started it for the family. My parents only yeah. did. 
high school. Actually, I like to give my mom a shout out because she went to Heald College, so she's all hella proud. You know, she's nice. got, she went like two years nice. to Heald College, so she's yeah. cool. You know, she's hella nice. stoked. Nice. You know, and I'm like, hell yeah, mom, you did it. You know, like <laughs> that's why I got to take it one step further. You know, so yeah, my sister went to USF. Um, and then she she sat me down two weeks before apps were due, and she was like, "All right, so what colleges are you applying to?" And I'm like, "Oh shit, I got I got to apply to college." Like I didn't <laughs> even I didn't even it didn't it didn't click in my yeah, mind, you know. Yeah. But but I knew I I knew that I had to go to college, like because my sister started. What was I gonna do? Like not like yeah. I just for me it just felt like I had to. So I ended up applying to three schools super quick. Uh, she, my sister sat me down, made a, a made a schedule, made everything like a roadmap for like how I was gonna do it, um, and, and that's why that's why I got into college really because of my sister. Yeah. Uh, but I applied to USC, USF, and Santa Clara. Uh, I got into them all, but I decided that like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't I wasn't gonna try to be out in LA. Like for me, I just felt like I wanted to be closer. Yeah. And I was like, ah, in USF, my sister already went there, so I want to try something new, you know. Yeah. So I ended up going to Santa Clara and. And at that point, at some, at that point, I had an idea in my mind. I might, maybe, I was gonna be like a teacher or something. Mm-hmm. And and just because, like, that's a again, like the people in your circle, like that's yeah. what you end, what you see is what you think, you know, is possible. So, yep. Yep. you know, so that's what it was for me, really. But, yeah. What was it like going to Santa Clara? I mean, damn, I loved it, man. Yeah, I really did. Like after, actually, after going, so Santa Clara is also. Uh, is also a private uh, Jesuit university, so yeah. it was very similar to Midi. Midi was actually, I feel, harder than Santa Clara. So for me, wow. I was like breezing through some of the classes. And excuse me, my wife, um, who went to uh, public high school, we would take some of the same classes sometimes. Mm-hmm. We we went to Santa Clara together, not on purpose, and she swears I followed her, but. I just didn't know where else to go, so I was like, yeah. I'll go to Santa Clara. That's where you're going. Hey, leave yeah. your machismo at the door, man. <laughs> yeah, hey, Sorry, I didn't. Hey, do you have somewhere to hang in? <laughs> she swears, you know, like I followed her, but whatever. Hey, I'm down with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. No, shoot. Uh, but yeah. I followed some random girl to Stanford. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Exactly. She's not my wife, but <laughs> not my wife. I, fo- I follow her. To, I follow her to Stanford. She called the cops on me, yeah. but. <laughs> <laughs> damn yo it's only creepy if she doesn't like it that's yeah. the thing. So, so that's the thing like uh like serenades right it's only creepy it's only creepy unless you know unless she really thinks you're cute and then it's then it's very uh then it's romantic right then yeah, it's romantic exactly. after that so but yeah santa clara man santa clara was so much fun i uh it was where i first learned like you know what it was like what, what the I'm like this is like the movies man like I hella felt and, and honestly Santa Clara You're looking like Teen Wolf out there yeah, Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> that was me bro just like just like scoping out the scene the Jordies have the, this beard back then no or? hell we haven't, no we haven't no. commented on this no uh, yeah yeah this fucking uh, <laughs> Sammy describe Ruben's beard oh, please <laughs> How's it's it? like a it's yeah. like a, a nice uh, nest of um a sultry uh, nest. Yeah. Yes. That's what Sammy's trying to do, man. That's what Sammy's doing. Except mine doesn't uh I, I don't think uh I think nah, it might. You can, you can do it, man. Yeah. I can see I can see the beginnings of, of, of something magical there. How long know? have you I mean it's probably like at the at the tip of your your chin, probably another three inches. Yeah. 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 How long yeah, have you a, been growing it? Uh well it I mean it's been like I haven't I haven't seen my chin in about like four and a half years or something God like that. Damn. Yeah, but <laughs> it's 
But it, it didn't take me four and a half years to get to here. It just at this point, this is basically the the wife limit of yeah. like how long yeah. my beard can get yeah. before. And it's also like before I start looking homeless, you know. Yeah. Or, yeah. So so that was it, you know. She like regulated like hey. What is that? Does it what what maintenance does this require? This looks like <laughs> Dude, a lot yeah, of work. So, yeah, some people are like, oh, it's you know, it was, a lot of guys that that either have the size beer that you have, like like you either you're starting off or whatever, mm-hmm. or or just like you know, it's kind of scruffy. They're like, I can't do what you do, man, because it just starts itching, right? I yeah. just it, I just can't get past that stage. But really, that's what it what it the itchiness comes from the fact that your skin's dry. So if you just moisturize it, you know, uh, okay. then it takes care of that, right? Yeah. So, so I use, uh, I use, um, I use, uh, what is it called, coconut oil? Okay. I use coconut oil, and then I have a couple of essential <laughs> beard oils that I Damn. that I dabble in there. Bapuru. Yeah, I mean, just, <laughs> <laughs> right underneath, in right underneath the chin, bro. Just enough, just enough to get me through the day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's it. Yeah, I got the vaporu mix. It actually kind of smells like it because it's like tea tree and some other eucalyptus stuff. Yeah. So it actually kind of has like a similar smell to vaporu. Just doesn't have like the the magical curing cancer kind of <laughs> properties, you know. So <laughs> nice, nice. Mm-hmm. All right, then we got a little side yeah, check yeah. there because oh yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah this, this, this amazing, <laughs> amazing beard. Uh, so what you what did you end up majoring in? Like how did you end up deciding what to major in? And you know. Uh, well, I decided, well, first I was just like, uh, dope, there's art classes included in this. I'm going to take my first art class. I had never taken an art class before because really that wasn't like, uh, on the, like on the radar or on the, on the family budget really. Um, it's funny. We talked, we talked shit to my sisters. Like you got all the classes and you, you didn't even, you know, you didn't even do anything with it or whatever. And actually she did. Now she's a, she's an art therapist. So it worked out that she got oh, the wow. classes. Yeah. And uh, but I ended up I ended up doing just taking my first art class, see where this goes. You know, I took the first graphic design class, and after that, I was hooked. I was like, uh, as soon as I took that class, all of a sudden, I was like, I was a designer, you know, and I was telling people I got all this experience. I'm basically Andy Warhol <laughs> yeah, of our Andy, generation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was it, bro. I was I was already claiming hella hard, bro. <laughs> Call me Diego. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. So you know, all of a sudden, you know, I had the long hair over my one eye or whatever. Yeah. I had an emo look, you know. No. Uh, yeah, I just started off like that, and you know, I started off. Uh, you know, doing a t-shirt design, just like, you know, I feel like a lot of us do, like when you first start, like t-shirt designs. And I, you know, I did a lot of, of logos and I entered all the school contests. And I, one of the coolest things that I won and I was able to do was design the poster for when Lupe Fiasco came to Santa Clara. Oh, so that was, I was super stoked. I was nice. like, fucking Lupe is coming. And I got to design his poster. It was <laughs> sick. He got, he signed it and everything. And, oh man, I was, I'm super stoked about that one. That was a nice one for nice for the records. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. So you started taking art classes, yeah. and then is there like an art major or a, so what, what was yeah. that? So I ended up doing a, a, a double a double degree for, I did a sociology degree, and I did a, a studio art degree. So nice. So I have a, there's a BS in, a BS in sociology, a BA in, in art, and really the focus was, you know, I've done, I've done sculpture, painting, um, uh, woodwork, metalwork, but really my focus and and I loved it the most was graphic design. Yeah, and that's how I just kept going off of that. Yeah, and then I also, you know, and I and I'm sorry, Professor Chacon, rest in peace, bro. I never finished my ethnic studies. Uh, my <laughs> I feel hella bad. Dude. Shame on yeah, you. Yeah, dude. This this is an OG. Professor Chacon is an OG. Like one of the first. Uh, 
Chicanos ever admitted into into Stanford, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like just OG came to Santa Clara and taught the ethnic studies department there. I took all his classes that he had available and he was really like that that guy that I looked up to that I was like, you know, you could came you could come from this area and he grew up in Fresno, like in the hood of Fresno, and then came and ended up being, you know, a scholar, a PhD at Santa Clara as a professor and I was like, how did you know, you can live in both worlds. You can mm-hmm. you can you can walk among the elite in the in the educational field and you can walk with the homies and say what's up and no mm-hmm. one's gonna give you any shit right mm-hmm. so i thought that was a beautiful thing and so that's why you know i ended, i wanted to do all that class but i i never finished my my ethnic studies final it's, paper. A, it's like that scene in stand yeah. and deliver when he he he's walking with his books he's right. like he's like embarrassed to that walk with his bro. books <laughs> i dropped my book bro. <laughs> yeah man he uh and actually my final paper it was kind of funny it was actually on george lopez Oh, so funny. yeah, so I was writing a paper about how his art and how his background, uh, uh how his art of of, uh, of comedy yeah. came from a really dark place, mm-hmm. and and really I think some of the best comics always come from like the darkest places. Yeah. So it was really cool, and and I admired him. I knew all his sets. I still to this day he's such a dope comedian. So that's why. Uh, I'm like, uh, I felt bad that I never finished that paper. I might one day go back and finish it. I haven't seen any uh, George Lopez um, icon like uh, yeah. pictures. Is it because his head's too big? Or yeah, what? it doesn't fit, bro, in the package, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I only have two, two inches by three and a half inches, bro, so it's not going to work, eh? <laughs> No, actually, I got to meet him. Uh, luckily, I got to meet him. It was at Google. It was uh, that... He I was, think I saw that on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was uh, he was at Google. Uh, he did a, a talk, and, and you know, talked about. I think it's one one of his newer stuff was coming out. You know, and there there I am sitting in the second row, like calling out all his jokes and shit. You know, just being like, you know, not trying to heckle him, but like just letting him know that he's got real love here at Google. <laughs> you know, like not just posers and you know just came to go see some <laughs> cool guy or whatever. Right? <laughs> I wrote a paper on you, bro. You know, like, and you know, I got I got, I was able to go up to him and be like. Yo, like, you know, this is this is Fucha. I gave him a Cantinflas one because nice. I, I know that that was his idol. So I was like, yo, like, let me give you one of these. And he was like, oh, why don't you make one of me? And I was like, that'd be dope, right? Hey, so, your head's too yeah, big, dog. Yeah, he, he <laughs> How am I going to fit that picture <laughs> My seta right here, bro. That's funny. Yeah, so that, yeah, that was... Uh, hopefully one day we'll still do it. I designed it and, and it, it's in existence. It just... I never produced it because... Uh, Cause I wanted to get a uh, final green light from him, and, and then like his uh his personal assistant, man, it's hard it's hard to go through her, bro. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I'm she's sure. Tough. So yeah, yeah, there's <laughs> some legalities involved with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. right. Going back to the yeah. art stuff, like oh, yeah. I mean, who who uh who are your favorite artists? Like, what do you oh, dig? I mean, man, historic well, or modern yeah. or whatever. Like, what what are you into? Yeah, I love. Well, I obviously I I didn't start off knowing many artists because again I got laid into the game and when it comes to like. Um, Thomas Kincaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, you can't. He's the god of light, bro. He's the, what is that? God, Godfather of light, yeah. right? I'm pretty sure that's and, what they call uh, him. And he was a freaking billionaire. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Actually, actually, short story. I went to I went to high school with his daughter. I was gonna say yeah, they're like North Carolina, right? Yeah, American oh, Cade. Yeah. yeah, American Cade and and her little sister. Uh, it's named after one of the characters in Friends. I forget. I forget their name. Phoebe. Yeah. No. 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 One of the guys. One oh. Of the guys. Okay. Okay. Uh. Anyways. The, uh, uh, so. So I went to. I went to high school. She was my year. Uh. We're really close. We went to Mexico together. To we, we oh, went funny. to El Salvador together. I mean, to do an immersion trip over there. Holy shit. Yeah. So we're 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 hella cool. And the, we connected a few a few months back. 
uh, at, at Google, and we're just talking about all our times. And then, of course, as soon as we leave, like uh, the the you know they he produces he he like sponsored the a whole new theater for the for the school. Wow, like, the whole new theater, the Thomas Kincaid Theater. You wow, know, so he he passed away, yeah. right? Didn't yeah, he? he did. Yeah, he, he passed was like a away. Mad alcoholic or some stuff. Yeah, I I don't know much. I I'm yeah. pretty sure there was there was something like that, but I yeah. I don't know much about him. Yeah, all I know is that. That when he passed, it was just like I knew it was a little bit of like a close thing of like oh my homegirl you know like that's her pops like but yeah. he's also he's also an artist yeah. you know as iconic figure and of course like his stuff has been like peddled and peddled throughout the world like yeah. it's yeah. crazy like yeah. this is yeah. like like he he's basically like you know uh, like the local Warhol you know like yeah. not as cool I don't think but but like still like you yeah. know his his shit's been reproduced so my bad yeah so yeah. I just that was like. <laughs> So fucking random. I don't know why I said that. Which, which was actually, which was actually very pertinent. So yeah. it almost okay. sounded like that's a crazy. Homer. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> All right. So your your favorite artist? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite artist. Uh, so again, like I started with like the the big three. Like that that was the easiest to find at the library. You know the the, the Rivera, Orozco, Siqueiros. Like those are the those are the main ones that I got attracted to when I started. You know, learning more about my culture because before it was just what you. You just think it's like what everyone's culture is because that's how yeah. you grew up. You don't know any different. And then in high school, I realized that that wasn't the case at all, right? And so I started leaning towards them. And then and then as I took more and more art history, like I got I got a lot into Duchamp, you know that and, and that homie was super cool because did he did the dot. He was from the Dada movement, and and that dude was super cool because he took shit that. People didn't see his art, and he just called it art. Like one of his most famous ones, the, the urinal, art. right? That's so, what yeah, we do urinal, here. The art, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this yeah, exactly. This podcast well, is well, a I'm urinal. Like a dada too, no. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is a urinal, yeah, and right exactly. now we're pissing into it. Yeah, and we are upside down, you know. <laughs> yeah, the art, man. That was that was one of the dopest things I had ever seen. I'm like, this guy like made a urinal art, man. Like he made that shit famous. Like that was, those were some of the best. Uh, times I had in art class because it sort of felt like a big fuck you to like the art scene of like of like the staunchy art scene of like you know it's very elite like not not everyone can get in he was showing that you know he can make it as, a, as an artist yeah it was like <laughs> he can make it as this kind of artist not yeah. not the ones that you know are sucking up to the to the ones with the deep pockets or whatever so mm. you know I thought he was I thought he was super dope I always yeah. wanted to do actually I've always I've always wanted to do a play on his on that urinal one but but then just flip it upside down and call it morning wood because <laughs> you know something you, you just pee yeah. straight up bro <laughs> i feel like that was i feel like that that's that's the come if you know, need a mold come. of a penis i'll, <laughs> yes. I'll offer mine oh okay oh, oh, <laughs> oh very nice it's, I mean, not, it's not very impressive but uh hey, it, it'll go with the piece bro it's okay <laughs> oh my god yeah so yeah or um I just a random question I thought yeah. of um, in terms of uh, Mexican artists like um, why why is there so little or what um, yeah. you know what I'm saying like I feel like when people think even myself which I, I don't really know much but it's just like Diego yeah. Rivera Frido Cabo and yeah. like David Siquero I barely know yeah. who that is yeah because um, we can't afford crayons bro yeah, yeah. <laughs> and those guys too were also I feel like they did a lot of like kind of a very left leaning like communist yeah. shit during oh, yeah. like the exactly so yeah, what well, what why why is there not more of like a, a history or documented history of Mexican artists and there's only like 
you know, like the Frida Kahlo's and yeah. the, the that's some pussy shit, dude. Yeah. Get, a, get a job, <laughs> boom, get a job. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think yeah, I'm the reason sure I asked that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's got to be a there's got to be a few reasons, and this is like my sociology coming into play here. Like, yeah. there's got to be the few reasons. The one reason could be the cultural the cultural aspect of it of it not being seen as like a legitimate profession, and if you start showing off your your artistic side, you know, your pops tells you to shut the fuck Eso up. Para and, you know, right? You know, yeah, exactly. You know, like, you know, do some real fucking work, right? If yeah. you're not sweating and your bag doesn't isn't broken at the end of the day, like you're not really working. So I think that's part of the that's part of the difference. The other part I think is that like the situation the society creates artists and so like at the time it was like the perfect it was like the perfect melting pot of like of you know communism coming up and like the the struggle the in the Mexico revolution and the revolution like yeah. everything everything was happening all at once where now these greats uh came up out of that out of the rubble to create this art that everyone loved yeah uh actually not really everyone loved but it, now everyone loves because yeah. you know it's part of our history yeah i mean i get there's you know? obviously plenty of artists that exist in, in oh, yeah. Mexico and Latin America. Yeah. I just, I just feel bad because I don't know who the fuck any of no. them are. <laughs> I mean, me either, man. And, and, and some of it, people ask me the same thing too, but it's like, well, when the, when, when the, when the industry as, as a, as art, you know, as the art industry has been run for so many years by, by white people. So how, how why would they, why would it be their incentive to, yeah. to really keep record of our work? Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's part of, that's part of it. That's why I think, uh, Cheech is doing like hell yeah. That's why he's he's like a huge part right now of like telling our stories and keeping our histories. Man, that dude's so tight. He's such a boss, man. I want to meet him, man. Like, have you guys ever met him, dude? I met him once. Damn, that is so dope. Him and his like white blonde wife. Every Chicano's dream. Every Chicano's dream. Fucking self hate right there, bro. Just kidding, bro. I love you. She was pretty good looking. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna shit on him. But I was just like, damn, Cheech, you just showed up looking like my dad. All fucking viejo, fucking right, fucking pelon shit. Who's this lady? Thirty year old blonde chick. Oh my god. But he's cool. Yeah, he's cool, man. He's definitely a cool dude. That's hella funny. Yeah. Well, a couple more actually before we get off the art, the the <laughs> art Mexican art topic, mm-hmm. like the homie, like more recent, more recent folks that one 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 artist that's t- t- kind of taking me under his wing right now, uh, Francisco Franco. He's out of the San Francisco, and he's a dope ass artist. If you go to Chacho's, like any of the any of the murals in the back room, like that's all him. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. so he's a really dope artist. He does a lot of different things. He has a. He has a very similar style, the painterly style to what you would see like out of Diego Rivera. Like nice, his nice. shit like really comes out really. Oh really shit, that, dope. that reminds me. Uh, yeah. Not to cut you off, I'm sorry, but no, the, no. the Sam Rodriguez piece that oh, he did, yeah. dude, that shit is exactly. so tight. Exactly. So That's was, another fucking shout out to Sam Rodriguez because his shit is so fucking tight. Right? And hell yeah, and um, he reps San Jose hard, man. Yeah, yeah, That's what yeah. I love about him too. Uh, I met so so. So there's a there's a he did a portrait of you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so yeah. So what. What Sammy's talking about is that he did a portrait of me. I I told him it wasn't supposed to. Be a I mean, how would you describe me. his art? It's like futuristic. Like, it is. It's like uh, 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 what's what do you call it? Like um, uh, no, you're right. It's very futuristic. It, it's got a lot of dimension. Mm-hmm. It, he he plays. It's a little bit Art Deco-ish too. Yeah, in, it in is. Ways, yeah, because he plays with these kind of layers. And it, this three dimensionality. It's like pop like as geometry. well, super yeah. pop. Yeah, yeah. Like, it really yeah. reminds me of like some some sort of Art Deco layering, like 
if you look at like the buildings that, and this is a stupid example, but like in uh, Blade Runner, yeah, like the building where you have the triangulations mm -hmm. and the repetitive yeah. patterns, yeah, yeah, like he brings that into mixing with portraiture, yeah, I yeah. Know, exactly. Right? So yeah. if you don't know who that is, go check yeah. out Sam Rodriguez. Yeah, seriously, very tight. The, the other dude that's really tight locally, if we want to talk about that, is the, yeah, this yeah. guy, um, Chino. No, no, no. Oh, uh, um, Alex. Uh, De La Cruz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron De La Cruz. Aaron De La Cruz. Yeah, you know, you yeah, know what's yeah. crazy is Aaron, I'd never heard of him until I was in Hong Kong. I was what? in Hong Kong. You were not over there. I was in Hong Kong and Damn. I was in this restaurant. Yeah. And you seen And that. I saw this on the wall and I was like, what the fuck is this? This is yeah. a, like a Mexican uh, restaurant, Mexican, Asian, Japanese fusion thing in Hong Kong. Oh, fuck, I gotta go. Dude, it's so fucking delicious. Anyway, I was looking at this thing. I, I went to this place and I was like, this mural on the wall is like crazy it's like really awesome and i looked the guy up and it turns out yeah he's from san jose <laughs> the, so the, yeah. the, the guy who started this restaurant is from originally from la okay and then so he knew he's familiar with the you know this art movement yeah. and stuff like that yeah, so he yeah. got aaron to go out there and do this wall but ah, aaron shit fuck, is really dope too. Hell yeah um, yeah he's he's yeah he they, they're actually sam and him, sam and him are basically cousins so oh, so funny. they run they run in the same in the same crew. Funny. That's um sick. and uh yeah though and he he just I think he had like a a line come out with like the hex the hex backpack brand or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah. came out with the limited edition set and he yeah. he actually also did a whole a whole wall at the Easter's Mall actually recently. I saw that yeah yeah. That's yeah, right. he did a whole thing and they just finished renovating like today. Huh. So like let's go out to Easter's, bro. Let's go say what's <laughs> up. Let's go say nice. what's up to the That's homies sick. out there. Nice. On the east side, that one right there. That's yeah, the yeah, right there. Look at that. Dude. Like, that it's amazing. mesmerizing. Yeah, check out AaronDelacruz.com. Hell yeah. Uh, if you're into this stuff, really awesome stuff. And then Sam Rodriguez is what I'm, I'm guessing he's... The other... <coughs> that one's not to veer too off. SamRodriguezArt.com. Yeah. This stuff is tight. Oh, man. Oh, look. I think he has that piece right my my pizza. There it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. shit. Oh, that's pretty tight. <laughs> oh man. That is cool. That's so, that's sitting right in front of my my desk now in my office. So fucking love that piece. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What are you gonna say, yeah, Sammy? Yeah. Uh, I forgot actually. My bad. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, short attention span. No, oh no. Okay, I remember now. I remember. Oh, okay. Okay. No, it's no, basically no. you know we're uh, we're talking about all these great local artists, mm -hmm. and then uh, the flip side maybe is uh, all the crazy Instagram bullshit that kind of like populates our feeds. Yeah. That's kind of sucks. I think sometimes to where people like, uh, but, but don't you, I mean, what's wrong with that? Why, what's wrong with people just putting stuff out there? Let's who cares if they're shitty. At least they're trying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? No, I'm not, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's shitty. I'm saying people that like, uh, um, do you think the, some people get more attention than they deserve? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Or that they, they try and like, uh, um, they 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 try and like just go with what's trendy or whatever I and see. it's like yeah yeah no i see that well i think at that point you can't really and, and this is just me as an artist speaking because i know i know that i've been there uh where we're really like when you're trying to find yourself as an artist you, all you know how to do is just copy people yeah. like yeah, that's yeah. it like that's sure. all you know until until all of a sudden you, you either by mistake or 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 through through an assignment or someone hiring you to do something, you find like something unique in your style and your voice, and you're like, oh shit, like this is yeah. what I could, this could be my thing right yeah. here, right? And so yeah. and you start going with it like that. Yeah. So you know, at first, I I just feel like 
it's just the artist that hasn't bloomed yet, right? Yeah. That's what I feel like yeah. is when you see copycats out there. Yeah. And there's there's Fuchi cop, Fuchila copycats too. So. Yeah. Fucking yeah. haters. Yeah. Fuck those guys. They, they're not the out. real sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> take those motherfuckers out. Yeah. Actually, on that note, we're going to take a yeah. quick break for a word from our sponsors. We'll be back in one second. Bringing that get fresh feeling across America. Action! <laughs> uh, We're back. You. We're back. Thank you to our sponsor, Fuchila Fresheners. All right, guys. Thank you. Man. The freshest. They do it like the, the Mexican radio anchors. <laughs> dude, those DJs are the best, bro. They fucking hype you up, though. Quinceañeras, dude. They get you good, dude. They get you hella good. <laughs> All right, if you're still listening after that art talk, that yes. deep discussion, oh my discussion God. with young Chicanos <laughs> art, you didn't think we were capable right? of this. Dude, honestly, I was like, I was like, to be honest, I've listened to a lot of your episodes, and I felt like... That was one of the deepest, like, legitimate conversations that you, that we have gotten onto in, in this, on this podcast, bro. I'm offended. I'm, I'm proud. No, I'm proud to be part of it. Dude. Like, you were like, it's Art Deco. And, right? you, you know, he was going at it. I like it. I, like you it. Know, I, I read some yeah. Wikipedia right before this. Already. Um, all right. So you, you, you studied art in college. Yeah. Um, what was your first job coming out of college? What did you, you just paying the bills? What were you doing? Um, I know. You you're working in tech now. Mm-hmm. What was the path to that? Like, to that. Yeah. Well, it was it was actually pretty interesting. As I graduated college, of course, you know, I have I have this thing like, uh, you know, I you know I, I I paid my dues. I went to school. I have all this fucking debt. You know, like it's got to mean something, right? So yeah. so I'm I'm here. You know, like applying for jobs and like three months go by and nothing, bro. Nothing nothing's happening. And I'm just I'm you know I'm kicking myself like. How did I put in all his work and all of a sudden no one wants to hire me? Because that was at the height of like the the recessions when I graduated. Oh, okay. So right, so it's not a lot of jobs going on. So did you graduate from like two thousand eight or something? Uh, twenty ten, yeah. Twenty ten. Okay, yeah. So yeah. it was a little bit a little yeah. bit past, I guess, yeah. but it still hadn't recovered. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, twenty ten is when I when I graduated uh, at Santa Clara. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was the whole time. I was like, Mama, <laughs> you told me I was gonna make it, bro. <laughs> I was looking to you. Hey. <laughs> you don't like Mexican. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I get it, dude. I didn't know. I didn't. Of course, of course. Like the the whole. Uh, I don't want to get into like Mr. Deportation, but like that, yeah, that was the, yeah. yeah, that was actually yeah, uh, that was real that. actually yeah. though. So I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So you know, I I started off uh, um, lo- looking at whatever I could do, and and at that point, you know, there uh, as we talked about earlier, right? The pops pops start hitting me up like. Like you're not, you know, you're here at home. You know, I I moved, I went back to the house. Yeah, you're what like a, sketchbook. You're like, I'm just, you know, uh, I'm just drying, bro. And my, <laughs> <laughs> right? and my pops like, you know, I want to open a. I want to open a, a restaurant, right? And, and, That's what your and dad I want to, yeah, my dad saying okay. he wanted to open a restaurant and he wanted me to work the front, you know, like. You know, greet people, like sit people, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, Dad, that has nothing to do with art. We're like, what's the point? He's like, what do you mean, what's the point? It's work, no? Or yeah, like, yeah. You know, he was like telling me like, 
And, and I, I felt bad at the time, but I told him, no, bro, like, I'm not going to help you. I'm sorry. Like, I felt really bad, you know, because, like, that's in our that's in our blood to like, just be like, oh, you know, I got to help my pops. I got to help, you know, I got to help Should my family, right? Dude. Yeah, dude. I can't believe we took your money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> this guy, hey. No, but it was for good reason, right? And I'll tell you why. Because immediately after that, you know, I started hearing back, you know, I started, and, and if I, if I had, well, first of all, he never opened the restaurant, so it oh, didn't right, matter. Yeah, My dad yeah. is, is a man of ideas and, and uh, doesn't always uh, okay. do them all. So okay, I, okay. I was very like, okay, let me see how this plays out. Yeah, I don't want to offend them, but for now, I'll tell them no. And then if he had started the restaurant, I probably would have helped him. I'm glad yeah. he didn't though. Yeah. So so eventually, um, I got a job with a. Oh, at the same time, I'm always doing freelance. I've always considered myself a freelancer. So whatever yeah. comes my way, like I'll do it. Uh, but the first official job I had at, out of college was um, was working for Marketing Maniacs, and this was a small company here in downtown San Jose. It's owned by Darlene Tennis, and she she uh, gave Shout me a job. Shout out to Darlene. Yeah, she she, she gave me my start. She gave me my start. <laughs> I know who you are, Darlene. Shut you out, Shut though. You out though. <laughs> she gave me my start, and, and I basically was the jack of all trades for her. anything she needed. I had to do, and so it was, she she owned Marketing Maniacs, and she owned a company called. Uh, Casa Q, she still has it, and she and it makes like glass, glass ornaments, mm. but like Mexican glass ornaments. So, so like the same so way. So basically, you see, weed pipes. Ba- <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Mexican Mexican glass ornaments, <laughs> aka weed, you know, weed pipes. <laughs> aka pipes, bro, <laughs> aka weed paraphernalia. <laughs> and that's how I, you know, got my card. No, <laughs> no, but she, yeah. So, so it's actually like tree ornaments or the Christmas ornaments. Oh, so funny. it was a little more, yeah. So yeah. it was actually very, uh, very similar, and I guess you could say like uh, uh, formative for for me to end up doing something like Fuchila. But yeah, so that was one of the things. You know, she she actually did business with with China. So so I, you know, I also learned the aspects of like what vendors. it takes. Yeah, yeah, vendors did, like yeah. outside of the United States, yep. like what it takes yep. to do import export. Yep. Uh, yep. What it what it takes to like when you have your own business to literally do everything. You're sending emails. Yeah. You're expanding your business. You're doing phone calls, you know, you're at the, you know. Settle down, Richard yeah, Branson. Right? <laughs> Settle down. <Right? laughs> I'm like, you know, going, you know, I'm going, bro. I'm, I'm you know, like Gary V or whatever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm the Ruben B right oh, here, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. You just quoted Gary V <laughs> right here. Right here, dude, right here. Here on this mother podcast. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I started with that and everything. And there was a little sprinkle of everything that I needed, I think, to get to get pushing. And then eventually I said, you know, uh, ten bucks an hour ain't ain't ain't, uh, ain't, ain't doing. Wait, I'd like anymore. to rescind. I'd like to rescind my shout out to Darlene. <laughs> you do yeah, not deserve right. a shout out for that hourly rate. <laughs> I know, bro. And at the time too, I was like, dude, I was like, in and out, I was doing like fifteen, bro. I was like, wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah, dude. So, yeah, yeah. so you know, slave labor, yeah, Darlene. Yeah. Her new name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she'll. I don't think she'll hear this episode. Yeah, it's cool. She <laughs> uh, but but yeah, and actually, my parents will be will, will be fine with that. So because you know, because they're like, you want your best for your son, and then you know, yeah. you went to college, and your parents thinking, you know, your your parents make up this imaginary story about what it what will happen to you when you go to college, mm-hmm. like. Oh, if you go to college and you can do anything, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and it's not really that way per se. In fact, you don't even need to go to college to do a bunch of shit. But, but, you know, I yep. did and that was their dream. So, you know, I went with it, but, you know, I quit. And again, it was a very silent three months before I heard anything else. 
And and when I when I left that job, I started applying like randomly, like a monster career mm-hmm. builder, like mm-hmm. that kind of shit. Like that stuff was new, so I was like, ooh, I gotta I gotta get my resume ready online and all this stuff. Yep. And it, eventually, it ended up in it ended up getting a um a hit back of what it said like company in Cupertino looking for a Photoshop expert. Mm-hmm. Like that was the description, and hmm. and I'm like, well, I don't know very much about the tech scene. I just know okay, well. And in fact, I didn't know Photoshop at all. I only knew Illustrator, which is similar to Photoshop, but it's similar. It's all in the Adobe suite. (laughs) Yeah, uh, shout out to Adobe. (laughs) Sponsor me, bro. Seriously, seriously. It's like down the street, right, motherfuckers? Yeah, exactly. And actually, actually, when we get further into this story, I'll tell you a story about the UI that you're looking at there. So, uh, but the uh, so. So yeah, I I ended up applying to this job not knowing Photoshop at all, and I figured by the time they get back to me, I I could be fast enough to learn it and yeah. learn it on the spot, and we'll make it happen. Yeah. So I did. They hit me. They hit me back up. They said that I had passed the preliminary, whatever. I guess it just looked like I knew something. Yeah. So so they gave me a phone call and and I talked to the recruiter, and he was like, okay, they want to send you a design test. You got to do like this little design test. And one of the things that my the story that I tell everybody is like, okay, they had, so you know the photo, the iPhoto icon, back in those days was like a, a little palm tree sitting on an island with yeah. like the sunset, right? Yep. That was like the icon for iPhoto. And so they said, okay, here's the uh, a 24 by 24 icon, 24 pixels, uh, blow it up at four times the size and make it look good, right? Redesign it at four times the size. That's yeah. what they wanted. I didn't know what that meant. I just knew, okay, fuck, I'm gonna make it, you know, whatever the, the, the new scale is. And I'm gonna make sure that it doesn't look blurry, cause that's basically what happens, yeah. right? When you ups, when you scale we'll make images, make this 96 uh, yeah. by 96. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, awesome. All right, now I'm good. And blur, and then we're good. Yeah, yeah. No, no, sharpen, right. sharpen, sharpen, sharpen. Yeah, exactly. That was it, bro. I was just like, fuck it, we'll do this, right? So, and that, but I knew that wasn't the answer. I was like, this this looks like shit. So, yeah, I started I started to, I, at the time they had started using like the the finally the pen tool or whatever yeah. that started coming out during that time. So I was doing some of that stuff for. For the palm tree, todo, and I thought, you know what would look really good at this size? If we put coconuts in that fucking palm tree, bro. I was like, <laughs> you know? So I did, dude. I put coconuts in the palm tree, and they took it to the... They send it over to... At the time, they finally told me it was Apple. Yeah, yeah. That was looking for, for, this, for this person. They sent it over, and the recruiter was like... You made it, bro. Like you're gonna go get an interview, like on nice. on site. And I was like, oh shit, like okay, well it must have been not a, you know, they must have liked it or whatever, yeah. right? And I'm I'm naive, bro. Like you don't like I get to Apple and the and the and the interviewer is like, they're like, let's go to your design test. Like all this stuff is cool. Like I I took my bunch of my other work and you know yeah, they're yeah. like, yeah, that's cool. But let's go to your design test. And I was like, okay. So I put it up on the screen and she was like. Tell me about those coconuts. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. I was like, at that moment, I realized that was the stupidest thing I could have done, right? Like uh-huh. putting, I l- literally altered their logo. Like if I yeah, put yeah, like yeah. an extra flecha on the Nike logo or something, like yeah. something stupid, like why would I ever do that? But for me in that moment, I just felt right. So that Mexican right? resourcefulness exactly, yeah. on display. I was like, well, you know, the coconuts, bro. You, you, there's so like, much you can do with it, bro. You're like, see, it took me so long that the coconuts just appeared. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what it was. It was there, dude. And I was like, you could do... I was like, you could have make water. You could have, you know, carne de coco. You can do all kinds of stuff, bro. Like, there's so many... You can put a dude right? scaling yeah. the, the palm tree. Yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't go hella hardcore, which was, which was good. But, you know, at the time, too, I wasn't really like a... 
I still hadn't owned my first Mac, so I didn't really know wow, what okay. that yeah. was. I didn't yeah. really know that that was like the yeah. You don't you don't logo. you don't fuck with yeah. you don't fuck yeah. with Apple logos <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. unless you're Johnny Ive. Yeah, unless you're Johnny yeah, Ive, yeah, you then the all right, yeah, all right, yeah, cool. You yeah, know, yeah. so so I had done that, and of course, after I finished my little explanation, I said, okay, well, you told me to scale it. And when you scale it, you want more detail. And so I figured, you know, coconuts would appear with more detail, right? You know. <laughs> and then she thought that she told me that that was the funniest thing she had seen all fucking day long, and that I got the job just because of that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just because the coconuts, wow. I had added the coconuts, bro. Wow. She thought it was hilarious. She was like, "You got the job." Wow. So right there, you know, I was, I was one of ten people that was hired. I think they had interviewed like three hundred people for wow. the for the position. Wow. Ten of us were hired, and and. And that was, yeah, that was how I got into Apple, bro. I That's fucking snuck hilarious. in. I, I snuck in like a madman, bro. <laughs> yeah. like a fucking hairy, your fucking coconuts. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I mean, tell me about your coconuts. Well, I mean. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, man. So you were a, an Apple employee or were you a contractor or what, what, what was that like? Yeah. We started off as contractors. Yeah. There was 10 of us, uh, uh, the truffle. We were the truffle team. Uh, that was the code name at the time. Now I, I can see. say it because it's it's already passed or whatever. Because they're yeah. listening, bro. They're fucking they're hardcore. You're damn right they're listening. Apple's listening right now. <laughs> Johnny Ives like motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So you know, like, oh, oh shit. This oh shit. I got. See what I say? They're listening. They 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 send motherfuckers in here like moles and shit, bro. <laughs> we got a blue apple. We got a blue apple next yeah. to us. Yeah. <laughs> so for the longest time, I was a I was a gray apple. You know, uh, I was a, yeah, I was a contractor. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, so yeah. so that's what I was that was what I was doing. Um, but we were tasked. We were the first. That was at the time when the first Retina displays were about to come out. Okay. So the Retina iPad, the Retina Mac, the Retina phones, everything that. And so Apple had no idea that when you scale it, when you scale images, they were gonna look like shit. And they thought that if you could just scale all their UI, that it would all look beautiful yeah. for the next screen yeah. resolutions. And that wasn't the case. So of course they hired a band of bandidos like the ten of us, and we just sat in a dark room and we literally redesigned. Everything. We literally Fuck. redesigned everything from scratch. Like we redrew everything. So like all of all of uh, we did GarageBand, we did iPhoto, we did iMovie, uh, we did um, what Final else did cut. we do? Yeah, we did Final Cut. The YouPorn app. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did, did, did Pornhub.com. We did. Uh, you know everything that the Apple does, we did yeah. it. You know so. And also like uh, like iWork, so keynote pages, numbers, yeah, yeah. all that yeah. stuff. Jesus Everything Christ. that exists, the 10 of us redesigned it to make it look good at 2X. And in fact, we made it look good at 4X because we knew. If, 4K if, was coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we knew that if at, if at some point they wanted to make it look good at twice the size, uh, down the road, they were going to want to make it look good at four times the yeah. size. So we yeah. just made it all like future proof. And we ended up, you know, that took us... That took us about. I think we ended up designing over fifteen thousand different assets, and that took us uh, Jesus almost a, a, almost a year <laughs> yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah, to redesign everything. Yeah. Damn. So Damn. yeah, it was it was a it was beautiful. Like it was a beautiful experience. But then after that, I was like, dude, I need a I need some full time in this in this yeah. bitch. So eventually, I I I talked still my hiring manager. She was like my biggest advocate there at, at Apple, of course, because the coconuts and <laughs> and you know and she and she hooked it up. She she connected me with the with the manager with the design lead at you know at um at at uh, iWork, uh, and so I went to help design keynote pages and numbers for like the next two years after wow. that. Yeah. Wow. 
So yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Damn, nice. pinche coconuts, bro. They, yeah. Where, where, where they hilarious. take you, dude? That's yeah. hilarious. That's a funny story. That's actually a funny story. So you moved on to Google. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I did. Was that your next step after that? Or yeah. yeah. Well, I, I I was at Apple for a few uh, a couple years after after converting. I was an orange apple, nice. uh, and then I ended up. Uh, that was at the time. Actually, when I was there, that's when Steve Jobs passed. So rest it was, in peace. yeah, rest in peace, Steve Jobs, man. Like he's, he's an OG. So I, I, I felt really, I felt really, I mean, I wish I had met him, but I, I felt really honored that I was there as part of his legacy, you know, like, and, and so that was, that was part of it. But, you know, at the end of the day, Hey, I think you need to make a Steve Jobs <laughs> Fuchi La Fresh now, actually. That would be, that would be totally Right? Dude, yeah. Hell yeah. Honestly, sure. yeah. They'll probably be, come after me he's real like, quick. He's like but, holding like <laughs> coconuts in his hand. <laughs> No, just make it smell like coconuts. Yeah, smell like coconuts. It'll be an ode to it's the ode to our little secret. See, that's you know? your secret, dude. Yeah, smells <laughs> so yeah. like coconuts because that's how I yeah. got in, bro. No, but that's hella funny, bro. Holding a fucking coconut. That would be awesome. Fuck, dude, that'd be so dope. Actually, that's a great idea. Yeah, we we might we, that might be coming out soon in the next couple of weeks or whatever. You heard it here first. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's coming next this summer. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, you know I was there for a couple of years. I I felt the grind. You know, Apple's a hard place to work at. You know, they they expect a lot out of you, and they expect you know especially well if you're a young if you're a young single dude working at oh, Apple yeah. like you got it made like, sh- and what else are you gonna do but yep. raking hella money? You know, but at the time I had just gotten married and. Uh, I had I had been I had been like a year married and we were thinking you know we want to do a little travel you want to do a little something and Apple really wasn't the place where I felt like I could continue, so I quit my job and of course there's that there's my pops again what the hell you think you're doing like teaching yeah. all stuff in summer like you, you're gonna quit your job like yeah. what is that about yeah. you know and same thing my family my cousins started hitting me up out of nowhere like I can't get the discount no more exactly <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, I was like, I was about to say yeah, yeah. I was like they're like hurry up before you leave like yeah. you know buy hella shit discounted and I'm like Dude, what the fuck <laughs> I actually did end up buying my laptop uh, for Fuchila right before I right before I quit oh, yeah. my job just to make sure so I knew I was gonna get into something I didn't know what yeah but um. Yeah, I bought my laptop and I ended up, you know, I left there and I said, uh, fuck it, like, if, I'm going to take some time off. You know, I, luckily I can survive a couple, we can survive a couple months, just my wife and I. Yeah. We can survive a couple months, you know, off of what, some of our savings. So I'll start something, it's a passion project, right? Yeah. And, and that's where, that's where Fuchula was born. Okay. Yeah, just okay. like that. It, was, it came from a... From a dark place, but it, that, that's why I feel like the best things come from dark places. You're dude. such it's an artist, like dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. I don't know. We're going to take a quick break. <laughs> quick break to do some heroin. And then I started the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Hell> yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Like honestly, like I don't, I don't try. It just, I'm just very philosophical. I mean, my brother, dude, he gets. He's a, he's a philosophy major. My brother, uh, it, he, he majored. He's a second year law student at Santa Clara right now. Nice. And nice. he's doing his MBA. That motherfucker's crazy. He's Hi. such a dope. He's such an inspiring guy. But he's always sending me little philosophical things. Like the other day, he sent me. He, he just put like, like real, real shady, like real, like. He just put like as his as his Facebook whatever like uh, what his do you update. call it his update yeah. it was just said Amor Fati, 
and I don't know if you know what Amor Fati means. No. Amor Fati is a, in translation means like a love of faith of your fate. Okay. So basically, to embrace and love everything that has happened to you in your life because it was meant to be for a reason. So okay. love your fate, like the good and the bad. You have to love it because that's really what, right? Snap, we're doing, bro, we're snap. doing snaps again. Bro. I was like, I gotta get to the point in the show where they're gonna snap for me. Bro. This is that point. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the point. <laughs> I love it, man. I was like, finally, dude. That's sick. Yeah. It only took me fifty minutes, but fuck it, we're making it happen. <laughs> but we're making it happen. So, yeah, man. So, so that's the for me. It all, it all. Came about for a reason. Everything Fuchila exists for a reason, and I quit at the same time for that very reason. So yeah, it was, it was a, it's been a journey. Yeah. Nice. So when you, I mean, how did the genesis of the idea come about for Fuchila? <laughs> like, what was it like? I mean, what did it be? Did you see like a void in the market? Did you just wanted like, how can I make my art like? What I love about Fuchila is like kind of like the Warhol aspect of it is mm-hmm. that it's pop culture yeah but it's it's in a mundane everyday object yeah. it's like the Campbell can it's like you know like that thing you see in your life every day but it's art yeah exactly so no, I I, that's it. what I you know <laughs> that, that's kind of yeah. what I dig about it and like I don't know like how the idea came about but it's certainly like I mean a lot of ideas like within this market this doesn't always work because yeah. it's kind of an easy thing it's just like how do i do the latino this yeah exactly right? yeah like, how, how do, do I, I do my version how yeah. do you do the um latinx i think is the, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> chicanx already too i'm like yeah are you getting hardcore eh? just, i for me sometimes like in tech they put the at sign Oh yeah. yeah, that's how you do the I uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah But you know, the Latinx. I'm sorry. I love, it, dude. I love how you always bring that up. I'm, ah. I'm very, I'm very happy you're, you're educating the community about the Latinx. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I'm doing. But thank you. <laughs> it's called mocking. <laughs> you're, you're reaffirming the, the legitimacy of the Latinx. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, how did the idea come yeah. about? Like, you know, or did you just think like, oh, like. Cause like like for us like with this madre like for, like honestly for a long time it was like let's do something in this space like video content like yeah. with our shit but Hell what yeah. do we call it like what's the good brand name yeah, for it, yeah. you know and for like I was talking to Sammy about like starting something like this for a while yeah but we couldn't figure out what the name would be. And then one day it just like was like, damn, it would be dope if it was this madre. Yeah. And then I checked like the URL and it was like somebody owned it, but they had it parked and they had it for sale. Yeah. And then it inquired and they were like, yeah, like we'll sell it to you for this much. I was like, that's not that bad. You know, we can figure that out. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like, let's do it. You know? So it was kind of like we, the name wasn't the Genesis, but it was certainly part of the story. Yeah. Yeah. How did that come about with Fuchila? I I think it was very similar to that. Uh Uh, I'm, I'm very much a believer in like, the name the name the name means so much to the business in fact yeah. the name can make or break the business yeah, like yeah. and so like it's all about aesthetic it bro. is it is it's all about <laughs> it's all about uh it's all about branding like i'm such a that's like my branding i'm always on thinking about like how do we brand this shit you know how do we make this uh like sticky you know so so for me it came from one i saw that i saw there was a company called hanging with homies they they do a line of air fresheners and it's all hip-hop related so oh, different. interesting so they okay. do they all do, they have like uh um you know a bunch of different uh hip-hop artists you know they have them so it's the air fresheners and then i was like oh this is dope because they had a mac dre right oh, so i was like nice. okay they must be local like yeah. let me see what's up and these guys are from australia 
What and the I'm fuck? like, what the fuck? They're from Australia. They're from Sydney, and they're making these dope ass air fresheners, and they're making money off the Bay Area by selling Mac Dre air fresheners. Like, yeah. someone from here's got to do something. Like, you know. So I thought, okay, like air fresheners are dope. Like, I feel like that's pretty accessible, very easy to get into, and it's a very easy product that people already know exists, and it's very com- they're, they're comfortable with it. I don't got to sell them on the product. Yeah, I just got to sell them on the design. It's yeah, got to yeah. look good, right? Yeah. So. So I felt part of that, it was just like in the back of my mind, like I had parked it, my idea right there yeah. and it was just waiting. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm in the bathroom and this sort of guy, I'm in the nice. bathroom and that's why I get all my best fucking ideas. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, fucking smells in here, bro. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, fuchila, man. And then I was like, you know what? If there was a, that's the name of my fucking air freshener company. Yeah. I was like, fuchila. That's so ironic that Fuchila is the name of air freshener company. We're fucking doing this. I came out of the bathroom all hell stoked. Like I was at my tia's house, at the, you know, and I forget what we were there for, but I told her I was like, I'm gonna start an air freshener company called Fuchila, and everyone started laughing. And I was like, okay, all right, people are getting it. And I was like, and I'm gonna make the first one's gonna be Selena. And then they were like, oh shit, yeah. And then like all of a sudden, everyone was involved in like, oh, you should do a Pancho Villa and all this stuff, yeah, right? And yeah, so yeah. everyone started getting in on it and throwing in ideas. And and that's really like the genesis of it. It was partly the idea had existed for something related to air yeah. fresheners. And then the name came in and it just I like, couldn't deny yeah. how beautiful that, that marriage was, yeah. right? So I was like, fuck yeah. it, we're doing this. Yeah. You yeah. know? That makes sense. So, that yeah. makes sense. What, what, what was, how long, what was the. How long did it take from that point to actually having like a, launching this thing, you know, like forming a company, launching a product? And what were the biggest challenges to get from that literally from a, the genesis of the idea to actually mm-hmm. shipping a product? And I think the hardest part was the was getting over the fact that I've always been uh, before Fuchila, I had been an idea guy, but I never pushed my ideas past the idea point. Right. And so it was getting over the hurdle of like self-doubt, like, oh, is this going to be one of my really cool ideas that I don't do shit with? Right. Or am I going to do it? So I ended up like saying, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I started doing research. I looked up a bunch of manufacturers. I found I found a couple spots that I liked. I made some phone calls. I did research on like, what does it take? You know, uh, what do those manufacturers need? You know, what kind of files? Like, I'm a designer, so I already have that basic step down. So that was cool. I didn't have to worry about who's going to design them. You know, I did that part myself. And then I was like, okay, now that I got research of who can potentially produce my stuff and, and, uh, you know, the basics of like, okay, I could start building a website or whatever, you know. Then I was like, okay, how do I, now what do I do? And I ended up getting into the whole kickstarter scene mm. so at the time uh kickstarter what year was this this was 2014 okay the end of 2014 okay coming up in like october of 2014 i said you know fuck i'm gonna jump on kickstarter this looks like a really dope platform the church does it <laughs> True. They pass around every Sunday, bro. I'm fucking <laughs> donating, bro. So, so I, I I gotta get some love or something, right? So, so we ended up I, I ended up doing Kickstarter, and my goal was 2,500 bucks. Uh, I raised 3,500. I, I I got over uh, over a G of over my goal, and I was really stoked. It, it proved that the community and the support was there, and people were down to you know give me a couple bucks to make this dream happen. So. Uh, that happened, and I had promised my all my backers that I would provide to them the I would provide to them the um uh, my air freshener the first the first batch by Christmas Day, 
and I get I get the first batch on uh I get delivery from from USPS of my first batch of air fresheners on the twenty fourth on wow. Chris, uh, on the Christmas Eve. And I'm like, fuck, I promised everybody by Christmas Day they would have them. <laughs> so my wife and I are driving around town for all the local people, like literally like hand delivering these to wow. their houses and like calling people up saying, hey, you you, you know, I, we made a little route so we could be efficient about it. <laughs> but like everyone that lived like down south and out of the state, we had to ship them. We, we missed by a couple of days. Yeah. But but the local people, we were on Christmas Day, dude, driving around delivering nice. Fuchila. So nice. Yeah, that was... Yeah, the the hurt the like I said, the first hurdle was basically just self doubt. That yeah, was it. Yeah. That yeah. Was it. What um what do you what have been some of the challenges like the day to day of I mean, you've effectively been working a day job now. Yeah. Yeah, I really <laughs> And then you have this business. Yeah. So what are the challenges of uh I guess running the business is one thing. Yeah. And then it's juggling your your day job and then yeah. juggling your family life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what, what is that like? like? It's a really like learn as you go kind of experience. And like, I, um, I know a lot of, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that, that I don't know how, how we do it or how, how all of us do it. Like having a day job and a side, a side hustle. But it's just like, for me, it's like as much as I can combine both worlds, like mm. it's the easier, mm-hmm. it's easier for me. Like not trying to like, and it's really hard to like section out each part of your your mm-hmm. life. Like you can't be like, this is my Google life, and then this is my Fuchila life, and then this is my, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. my husband life. Like it's it's very hard. My my wife helps me in the business, so that's very that's very entrenched there together. Uh, you know, she does she runs all the shipping and the wholesale, and and she does she basically makes this shit go. Yeah. You know, I'm the creator, the designer, the social media person, that stuff. But like, she makes sure people get their shit yeah. right. So. Yeah. Uh, and then like the day job, like right now, uh, I'm the biggest thing that I'm doing, uh, I'm working on a, I'm working on a, a project that really it's a startup, but I'm working on a project within Google that, uh, empowers minority and women owned businesses, uh, through access to new opportunities, financially, uh, great opportunities. Uh, so, so that's what I'm doing right now. And so it's literally like a professional manifestation of what I already do on my side hustle. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. all the time I'm trying to put people on, on my Instagram, like shouting out artists, local artists, like trying to, you know, for my, for my 30th birthday, I bought, I bought all desserts from, uh, from the homegirls that I love on Instagram, you know, like the yeah. cupcakes, the cookies, like everybody, like, you know, like that was, it, I'm always already trying to put people on and now I get to do that professionally. So for me, it's been a really nice blend of like, just blend it all together, and at some point, you know, in the middle of the night, I'll I'll be able to design something for Fuchila, or or I'll take a break, I'll take a lunch break at, at Google, and you know, and I'll crank something out for Fuchila, or yeah. you know, vice versa. Like I'm always mixing it up. So I think part of it, the 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 struggle is just like at some point when you want to like, you know, dissect dissect part of your life to be yeah. like, hey, I need a break from this. Like then it, things kind of get a little messy. But for yeah. me, it's worked kind of like that yeah no so. it's definitely a balance <laughs> yeah. I, I mean I, I get it yeah. I, I definitely get the, the yeah. juggle Hell yeah, um, man. what are your what's the goal what's the I mean what do you how do you want I mean what well tell me about like some yeah. of the success stories what has yeah. happened with Fuchila in terms of like you know you were like oh well like 
you know you sold to like a big distributor or like what are what have been some of the 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 points of pride if you yeah. will in the last three years well some of the points of pride first off the uh cease and assist letters i love those because <laughs> i i've gotten a couple of those and and the reason is because like to me it's like a it's a badge of honor like oh you found you know yeah. about me bro like like uh abraham abraham quitania knows about fuchla bro because i got a season assist from the home nice right so you know and, and cantinflas his his stepson got, sent me a season assist um i got the i got the talk on the phone with with blue demon like the real fucking blue wow. demon like that was one of the most epic things ever i'll tell you that story bro <laughs> so so here i am bro i'm like uh, hey can you work on a stormy daniels <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All of a sudden, she kits me up, bro. <laughs> we can make it work, bro. Yeah. We can make this happen. So, uh, yeah. So, I, I'm in here. I'm working on Fuchila. Like, I had just, you know, I've been promoting hardcore, tagging them and shit. You know, I thought I wanted to show them some love. Yeah. That was my intention. Right? So, I'm here and you know, tagging them on all the, on the Blue Dem- blue Demon, like, uh, Fuchila posts on Instagram. And all of a sudden, you know, and uh, I after one, that got a lot of love. Uh, in particular, one image, I get a phone call and it just says like LA is calling. So I was like, okay, well, I'll put, you know, at the time, whatever, I'll answer it. You know, he's a, he's a bueno. And, and like this fucking, this. Te voy a partir la madre, cabrón. A hand came out of my fucking phone, bro. It strangled me, bro. It smelled like fucking sweaty balls. <laughs> he, he's just like, bueno. And I'm like, see? Sí? He's like, puedo hablar con Rubén Darío. And I'm like, See, hola, soy Blue Demo. And I was like, oh shit, like, wow. like, like this is legit. Like, wow. I'm like, shut up, fool. Like, <laughs> nah, nah, like, I believe him right away because that, that voice was very fucking believable. So we're talking on the phone and he's telling me he wants to learn more about my business, right? He's like, yeah. you know, and I assured him, like, bro, like, this ain't like no big ass corporation yeah. trying to take over your image. Yeah. This is just a homie working out of his garage trying to design some cool shit, you know? And he was like, he basically left me off the hook and it was like, you know, later on, if you make it really big and you're making hella money, like, we'll have a different conversation. But for now, like, you're cool. So, oh, he was one of the dopest, coo- out of everybody else that, like, gave me that gave me any friction, like, he's the dopest because he just, he understood and he, yeah, yeah. he just let it be, you know? Wow. So, yeah, he's a really cool guy. I It was That's weird dope. talking to, like, tiny. the duty you seen fucking Smash Bros. Yeah. on TV and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, fuck. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, that was, that was it. Was I, where, where was I going with that? There was a whole line of questioning. Success. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was definitely one of the successes. Yeah. And so after um, getting picked up, I think, by Latina Magazine, they gave me some love. Latina Magazine gave me some love. And then so did, at at the time, um, I haven't really heard much from from them, but the Flama, they gave me me a lot of love there at the beginning. Yeah, it's done? It's done. Who, where's, who, who did it? Did they just shut it down or what? Yeah, yeah oh, they shit. shut it down. Yeah. No wonder I, was, I hadn't yeah. seen any of their shit. Damn. Yeah, yeah so they gave me a love at the beginning. Yeah. And then also um, Damien Trujillo, he's a fraternity brother of mine. I'm, I'm in a fraternity, a Latino fraternity. Um, and he, uh, he's Damien Trujillo, is, he works for NBC Bay Area. He's one of the hosts or the, the reporters for NBC Bay Area. And he put me on the show, Comunidad del Valle, right here in like... Uh, in San Jose, it's a local show, and so he gave me hella love there. So for me, it was like the, those people that believed early and that mm-hmm. that's just for no reason but to just support me. You yeah. know, gave me love on the on their Instagram or on you know on their TV shows and stuff like that. And I think the big one of the biggest accounts that we we're we were super happy with was well just just the 
one of the main ones when we we did a cross country road trip, my wife and I, from here to New York, when wow. we first started the band. That was with four kids and everything. So we we did a, a cross country road trip, and one of the stops that I knew we that I knew we needed to do was obviously Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. So that was one of the dopest spots that we've been to in Pilsen area. That's basically like the yeah. the little Mexico yep. of over there, right? Chicago, so yeah. yeah, so we're out there in the in the area. And we stopped by into the museum, the National Museum of Mexican Art there in, in Pilsen and the neighborhood. And I walk in with my little wagon full of air fresheners because that's what we did. We just took air fresheners and the, filled up the trunk and we just walked around. And that was it. So we ended up, I ended up doing, um, walk in and just like talk to the person. That, I was like, uh, it was like cold emailing, but in person. Yeah. yeah like that yeah. was it. You know, I felt like super salesman from like the, you know, from like the 80s or Roy something. Roy Kroc. Like, yeah. like, like with my vacuum hamburgers. cleaners. Yeah. Okay. Walked in with my vacuum cleaner, you know. Let me show you how this works, right? So so I did that. I just showed them the designs. They immediately got it because obviously, you know, this is the right place, right hood, right? So so they got it and they, they picked up the account right there on the spot. Nice. They did and, and so did another another cafe, like I think the cafe in Chicago too. So it was the, it was like a lot of, a lot of that, like yeah. people getting it on the spot and just and then just buying buying from me right there during nice. that road trip. Nice. Yeah. So what are the goals? I mean, what do you, where do you want to see it? Like, uh, how do you you know? Multi million dollar acquisition, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, I want to get uh, I want to get acquired by Uber. <laughs> yeah. I want every yeah. Uber every... driver to have no. a Gucci left. <laughs> that was literally a dream of mine. Too. I was like, <laughs> I started hitting fools up there, like my friends that did Uber and stuff. I was like, bro, like hit me up. I'll give you a code and just tell all your passengers. That... Uh, yeah. I never ended up actually like, eh, like pushing that idea too far, but yeah. but that would be dope actually. Really, what it is is like, I'm gonna keep doing it until it's not fun anymore i guess yeah for me like because yeah. it's it's fun like yeah it's a business and it makes money and and it helps me like write off travel and shit like that but but like for me it's really like about like trying to just have some fun represent our community in some way that people dig do something different and then just use the community that i built there with fuchila and just like pivot into the next idea yeah that's really what it is like use it as a platform now as a stage for my next idea and then just keep keep bringing people along for a ride really like i don't i don't ever see this like people like me selling this company like i don't i don't assume anyone would ever just want to acquire this yeah. like for me it's just like keep it going keep my followers keep my fuchila familia and then just man just keep pushing so, yeah. yeah 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 that's it you know oh i'm 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 doing my next my next thing though it it is very it's called it's called our, our it's a line of chicano home goods it's called orale homes so that's, like, <laughs> homes, bro. that's our next that's the next thing bro. <laughs> there is it's actually some some fool in san diego has a has the url orderly homes and it's for this real estate fool he finds like he find, i don't know if he does it on his own or what but it's orderlyhomes.com and i'm like damn they, they someone has the url already I'm that's funny yeah but he does real estate so fuck it <laughs> I'm trying to do home goods, bro. You're like the simple human for Latinos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Fucking funny. <laughs> what? A, well, I mean, in that vein, like you know, yeah. it sounds like you you're you caught the fucking entrepreneur bug. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's... who do you look up to as an entrepreneur? Uh, it's really like well, it started off with my pops. He's never after getting out of uh after getting out of um. 
uh, fast food business. That was it. Like he never looked back. He started it. He start. He opened up his own uh, men's menswear clothing store in downtown San Jose. Still wow. there. It's Diaz Menswear. It's been in downtown San Jose for 25 years. It's there on 3rd and Santa Clara. My tío still runs it. So if wow. you're ever looking for like a Pendleton or something uh, or for like a fedora and sh- shit like that, like he's got you, like jeans, everything. But like he started that and then he moved on to real estate. Did his, ran his own Century 21 Sucasa for like 13 years. And then that went to shit because of the, you know, because the the economy or whatever. Then, then he ended up going into... Dude, he did janitorial for a while. Now he's now he's a now he's a general contractor for construction. So really, like it's been my pops always like yeah. seeing him like just he's he's a milusos man. He does has yeah. no he has no like when this then something gets put in front of him he can't do this anymore. All right, on to the next thing. So yeah, that I just been seeing him like besides besides other hustlers like around like I don't there's no one person that I could pinpoint. I just know now. That there's a lot more of us out there, and it's dope to see us like pop up on Instagram and shit like that. Yeah, that's, that's super vibrant community yeah. there. Like, yeah. you're always seeing new new Latinx businesses, bro. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. You know, I'm just making sure we, we give them the shout out they deserve, bro. And the proper label. And the proper well. label, you know. So <laughs> that's actually that's probably way more millennial than anybody than any of the other any of the other OGs would would like to would like to think of. Yeah, well, I mean, what do you say to somebody who's young and who has an idea like? Like, it's tough. You yeah. know, I think, like, for me, like, we didn't get into this, but one of the hardest things is, like, capital. Yeah. And obviously, you did a Kickstarter. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like the barrier for entry for this product maybe was not as crazy as some other oh, stuff. Oh, no, definitely not. Right? Definitely not. You know, yeah. it's a 2D thing. There's yeah. kind of established vendors. Yeah, exactly. You know, luckily, you knew... Um, a lot of it is marketing, yeah, which yeah. is your <laughs> which is your bread and butter already. Yeah, exactly. You know? That was the thing. Yeah, um, it it seems to me like, and what where I've seen people be successful, including yourself, is like figure out, like you said, like you you said what is fun, but a lot of times that hope like hopefully that dovetails with what you're good at. Yeah, like, exactly. Right? Like, yeah. what you find fun. Don't try to make it in something you fucking suck at. Yeah. Because that's really hard. That's yeah. harder. <laughs> Get good at something and then try to make yeah. it like that. I mean, you know? it's almost like you, you were a really good artist, a good graphic designer. You had some experience working with Darlene or whatever her name was. <laughs> I thought she wasn't going to get no yeah, more shout out. Sorry, bro. sorry. You were selling crack pipes with Darlene. And, and you learned about the export, import, export business. <laughs> But no, it's it's kind of like about like I always think it's like a, you know like finding your strengths mm-hmm. and then like focusing them into a need yeah. that you can kind of monetize in some way. Exactly, I think that's the that's the that's the hardest thing is to find find your little niche. Like that's yeah. that's the thing we all have a we, there's there's room for everybody. You just yeah. have to find that little spot, and then from there you just grow it. Because like you said. My the the barrier to entry financially was not very difficult for here, and the fact is that I didn't I didn't have to put any money up front. I've put yeah. money since then, but I don't have to. I didn't have to put any money to start, and that's why part of Fuchila mission is to is to give out a couple scholarships a year where where I could either help up help a, a aspiring entrepreneur like with startup costs, or if they don't have a you know they're com- they have a four year old computer that's dying and shit like right. maybe hook them up with the new with the new Mac because I know when I bought my first Mac with like my Starbucks money because I was a barista at Starbucks that was on my very first job I was at start when I bought it with my Starbucks money. It's I realized oh yeah it was a big deal for yeah. me like it it made a big difference and then I realized that. 
all I could create with this fucking laptop. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Everything was there. So, you know, and, and then, and, you know, it must have been the same for you, like, you know, when you found out about the typewriter, but, you know, that was... <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was trying to liven it up. Nice. Just... <laughs> nice. <laughs> He's got jokes. He's got jokes. <laughs> He's got jokes. <laughs> I was just inspired. Back when the printing press. I was just, uh... <laughs> I was just inspired was by, the, by the Jerry Garcia bobblehead in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> what would Jerry say, bro? <laughs> WWJD. He's got bro. jokes. <laughs> it was an Acer. <laughs> Windows. No, yeah, but it was. I yeah, that was the that was the thing. Like, I want part of my story to be to be an inspiration and and a vehicle for other entrepreneurs to to get to kick it off, right? Yeah. So yeah. so yeah, the, through the scholarships, I also do fundraisers with schools. So as opposed to selling pinche seeds candies yeah. and and fucking wrapping paper and stuff, we do fuchila. So I got a bunch of like. Yeah, you might. Some people think like I got a bunch of little minions out there, you know, like little kids. Yeah, hey, that sounds Pucha. amazing. Yeah, right. It's yeah. like, yeah. And, and I, you know, we we split the profits with the organization fifty fifty, and and that's that's my way of like saying like you know one you know this my product could get out there, but two yeah. is like there you're you, people are starting to see themselves in pop culture more, yep. Yep. so that's important. Yeah. And then also like you know they get money to go to science camp, which is like a lot of times fifth graders that's what they're trying to do. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, fucking nice. Latinx, bro. Hey. <laughs> hey. We're going to Mars. Yeah, We're going man, to Mars up in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> or or e- Elon Elon Musk and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Not Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> not nah. not him. Not him. Nah, Musk nah, nah, nah. Gates. Nah, nah, Musk. Yeah, it's gay. There's also a, one of my homies. He's always sending me random ass shit on on Instagram, like DMs, and he's like, "Bro, check this out. They beat you to it." There's an air freshener called Elon's Musk. <laughs> and it's just his face, bro. It's just his, that's yeah, it, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm like funny. motherfuckers. That was dope. That was cool, though. That was cool. <laughs> funny, funny. Yeah, man. All right, man. Well, shit. Tell us more. Where can people go find this stuff? Um, yeah, yeah. And what what what's some of the dope shit coming out? What are you working on like right now with the Pucci? Hell like? yeah. So right now, the exciting thing is like all the stuff for I'm doing for the Copa Mundial or for the World Cup. Like I'm oh, gonna nice. do. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, I already designed a, a Mexico jersey, Brazil jersey, and Colombia. So nice. I got the three ready to go. Those are those are already actually on pre-sale right now. Like just before, right before I left for this interview, like I, I posted the pre-sale page on the website. So those are ready to go. And the uh, the next thing, though, that I'm really stoked about is that I rebought all the classic fucking Cholo Chicano movies and stuff. Like, so I Blood In, Blood Out, like, nice. Mi Vida Loca, Mi Familia, like, all that. I bought all those movies again because I don't know what happened to our fucking cassettes and, or the, the VHS. <laughs> I don't know what happened to those. So Netflix? I, yeah, and fucking Net- <laughs> Netflix don't even have them. Oh, that's the hard that you would think, though, but they don't. So so I'm going to do a, a series for Blood In, Blood Out, and then also for the ladies, like, Maybe the loca. So so mousy, mousy and sad girl, and then you'll see like el gallo and 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 miklo and so like that nice. out there. So yeah, it'll be dope. Nice, yeah, nice. that's where I'm. And, and you can find basically most of it is on my website. Every, almost everything's on my website, futurefreshness.com. And then um, if you want to spot find a spot locally in San Jose, uh, Diaz Menswear is the place to go. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I think more importantly, follow these guys on Instagram because <laughs> that's where you guys post all your yeah, stuff. Yeah, all that's that good official. shit. Yeah, yeah. Fuchila Fresheners yeah. is the account there. 
But uh, all right, man, this is fucking tight, dude. It's crazy, <laughs> like hearing about the struggles, the trials and tribulations. Yes, the, the, the coconuts and the, the coconuts. fucking. That's you yeah, know? those funny details, man. That's always what matters, man. It's yeah. like those little, those little, you know, things that people remember. Hell yeah. And uh, end up getting you in the door. Yeah. But, uh, dude, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thank you very much, man. I appreciate Continued it. Continued success yes. with Fuchila. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can keep working together. Yes, and, please. And everybody, please remember to follow at Fuchila Fresheners on Instagram, all over social media. Check out their website, uh, Fuchila Fresh. I'm slurring already. Three. <laughs> <laughs> all over sushi media. Yeah. <laughs> go, I'm going to go get some sushi right now. I'm fucking hungry, though. Jesus Anything else? You got any, any wise words of wisdom, Sammy? Nah, I got nothing. Nah, come on, man. You nah. got some, there's something that I feel like there's something in there. Something in there. How much time y'all got? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been writing this dope. <laughs> hey, I got a few bars. <laughs> Damn, next nah, time, yeah, next that's... time you guys gotta come to my podcast and I'll interview you guys. I don't have a podcast, but I'd love to, I'd love to interview you guys on this Madre live. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. So tell yeah. tell us any last words, man. No, that's it. No, thank nah. you, uh, Ruben, for coming through, man. This is dope. Um, yeah, uh, and follow Fujila Fresheners. Yeah, and follow <laughs> this Madre. Please remember Hell to yeah. tell your friends about the podcast. It actually has been growing. I'm not going to say exponentially because I actually know the definition of that fucking you know, word. You know exponentially. Because <laughs> I know what that means, and it's not exponential, but, you know, we are growing substantially, and uh, we appreciate all your love and support. Please remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, I don't know what the fuck else. But uh, and and Patreon, please check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash this Thank you very much. We will catch you next week. Thanks, Ruben. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Peace. Freshners bringing that get fresh feeling up.